Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. As we sit, let's pray. Dear loving Heavenly Father, we ask you to anoint us now with your Holy Spirit. To open our eyes that we may see your glory in our midst this evening. And that you would just set our hearts on fire with love for you. And this we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. It's really good to be here with you this evening as I said. And uh, before I begin my sermon, I just thought you might enjoy this little story about... uh, a bishop who went somewhere to preach, and after a very long and, I'm sorry to say, rather dull sermon, the parishioners filed out of the church after the service to greet him. But nobody said anything at all about what he'd said in his sermon. Eventually, towards the end of a line, came a woman who always tried to find something uh, positive and encouraging to say. And this is what she said. She said, Bishop, your sermon today reminded me of the peace of God and the love of God. The bishop was absolutely thrilled. He said to her, I didn't think I was hitting the spot at all this evening. Tell me, why did it speak to you? Well, she said, it reminded me of the peace of God because it passed all understanding. (laughs) And the love of God because it endured forever. I hope we won't do that to you this evening. Um, But I do want to talk to you about... Where am I? I've got the wrong sermon up here. Here I am. I just almost had the same one we had at Cavisham this afternoon. (laughs) I do want to talk to you about names. I'm sure you know that name, that, 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 that rhyme about names from school. Do they still have it? Those of you who are still at school or at college. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names may never hurt me. They still say that. 
They always used to say that when I was at school. Don't know about you, but I, my experience is that names, names always hurt. Partly, I think, because they are actually aimed right at the heart of who you are. And people are so clever. They look at you and they see just what kind of person you are. And they know exactly what to call you to hurt you most. Names can hurt. But I think that what the rhyme is actually trying to say is spot on, actually. That whatever anybody else might want to call you, there's much more to you than that name they just called you. Each of us, I believe this passionately, each one of you is absolutely unique and unrepeatable and precious in the sight of God. Can you just hear that? Each one of you is unique, unrepeatable. No one's going to be ever like you again. And you're each precious in the eyes of God. But even more than that, and I think this is the miracle, God knows each one of you by name. He knows each one of you by name as well. He knows me by name. Names are really interesting, aren't they? When somebody says to you, Hi, my name's Jen. It's not my name, by the way. Hi, my name's Jen. Then you reckon that you're, you stand a good chance of getting past formalities and getting beyond just handshakes. And there's somebody there who actually saying to you, really, we could be friends one day. But let's be honest, it would take somebody a lifetime to get to know you as you really are, wouldn't it? It probably takes each each of us, even if you're actually married, a lifetime to get to know who you or your spouse really is. Now, in East Africa, where I, I worked before I came here, names have lovely meanings. Some are biblical. Some simply say something about what the parents hoped for for the life of the child that they'd just been born. So my friend Alex, who lives in Addis Ababa, the capital of Ethiopia, his full name is Alamayu. And his name means, I've seen the world. He's not quite seen the world yet. He's been to England. He's been to Cairo. But he's hoping he might see the world. A friend of mine, an Ethiopian friend of mine here in Reading, is called Melisech, which means she came back, which I think is lovely. And a friend that Janice and I have, who's also Ethiopian, now living in Las Vegas, but we knew from Addis, her name is Sinkinesh. And her name means she's a packed lunch. <laughs> I'm still not quite sure what to do with that, really. And, and I, I'm very privileged to have been given a newer cattle name. And my cattle name is Nyaldieng. Now, a newer cattle, the newer tribe have names. Men get names when they become... Boys get names when they become men... And the name they're given is the name after the colour and pattern of their favourite cow. So my name, Niao Dieng, means white with a patch of red, which I think is fantastic. I love it. Names mean something. And in the Bible, as you will know, names mean absolutely everything. In the Psalms, we're told that God calls every star by name. And there are billions of stars. In Genesis, Adam, the first man, is invited to give a name to every living thing on earth. 
Later on, in the Bible, we come again across Jacob, whose name means the usurper. Look it up. You'll see in the book of Genesis. The prophet Isaiah, his name means may God save. So in the Bible, names mean everything. And to be nameless is to be worthless. A dreadful thing. A terrible thing. And yet nobody, absolutely nobody, is allowed to know the name of God. Because, well, if you did know his name, he wouldn't be God anymore. So when God is asked, who is it that says, you're sending me? He says simply, I am who I am. You can't pin him down. You can't put him in a box because he's bigger than anything you can possibly imagine. And he's closer to you than the breath that you're aware of at the moment as I'm talking to you. Now, why am I telling you all that? I'm telling you this simply because in a few moments' time, before I lay my hands upon you and pray with you and ask God to confirm you with his Holy Spirit, I'm going to say to you your name. And I'm going to say, God has called you by name and has made you his own. And I want to say to you, He's been waiting for you all your life. And tonight, you are here to say, Lord, here I am. He's been waiting for you all your life, and he's delighted with you. Delighted that you are here this afternoon to make your baptism your very own in your confirmation. Now, I would say to all of you, if you want to know what God is like, I'd say what Christians have always said, which is that if you want to know what God is like, just look at Jesus. That's what God is like. And it's Jesus, the good shepherd in the New Testament, not only knows each one of us intimately by name, but we can know him too, intimately in a way that nobody in the Old Testament was allowed to. And the truth is, he loves you more than anybody else you know. I love my wife, Janice, I think more now than perhaps I, I did when I married her 36 years ago. And I love my, my kids, Emma and Justin, and my grandchildren to bits. I love them to bits, but I know that God loves them more than I could ever love them. And if I love my family as much as it, they seem to mean to me, I just can't imagine that. But that's what he says to us. He loves us with that intensity. He's wild about you. And your name is written on the palm of his hands. That's what the psalmist says. So he always longs for the best for us. He wants nothing but the best for us, his people. And tonight, tonight he's commissioning you. He's going to send you out there into this world of his to honor and glorify his name, the name of Jesus, in all you are and everything you do. And believe me, it can take a lifetime to do this, to honor 
and glorify him in everything you do. But today is the first step on that amazing and most important journey of all to discover more and more each day what he means to you and what you mean to him. Because each of us is precious in his sight. He's called you by name. And in his name, the name of Jesus, the sick were healed, the hungry were fed, the outcasts were invited in. His name is precious because his name, Jesus, means he who saves. And so his name is above all names. And now there's just you and him tonight face to face. And this is what he is saying to you. Let me read those few lines from Isaiah 43 again. I'd like you to to take these lines, to read them tonight, to underline them or mark them in yellow or something in your Bible. And keep remembering these lines, not just this month or this year, but throughout your life, really. He's wild about you. He loves you. He knows you by name. And this is what he says to you. But now, says Isaiah, thus says the Lord, he who created you, who formed you, O Israel, says to you, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I've called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you will not be burnt, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And I give Egypt, that's a massive country, Egypt, as a ransom for you. I give Cush, that's the land of the Sudan, and Seba, the land of Ethiopia, in exchange for you, because you are precious in my sight and honoured, and I love you. May God bless you, and may you know the joy of his presence with you, not just tonight, but in the years to come too. Amen.